Welcome to the Career Matters Podcast. I am your host, Nisar Ahmad, and this is episode 68 of the Career Matters Podcast. And this episode is part of the Career Expert series. Uh, if you have paid, uh, if you followed us from the beginning, I've brought on career experts from different parts of the world talking about different subjects uh, when it comes to your career management. And for today's expert series episode, I'm interviewing Tracy Minitolo. Uh, she's a side hustler evangelist. A quick introduction about herself. I'm sure we'll learn more about Tracy in a bit. Uh, but in a nutshell, she helps nine to fivers, uh, people who work nine to five, start and grow profitable side businesses they love. Uh, Tracy, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. First of all, did I make sure, did I get your name right? You did. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're one of a small handful of people that, that actually got it right. Yes. <laughs> Trust me, my name also. Uh, whenever I have conversations, it's. Uh, I, my name people don't usually get right, so I get I get happy when they get right. So I always make sure my guest name is mentioned properly. <laughs> so I, w- I would like to, before we get into the interview, uh, first, first question that I always ask my guest, one of my favorite questions is, uh, where are you calling from? Oh, San Diego, sunny San Diego. Oh, I am in Toronto, and uh, anyone in Toronto right now, uh, we get jealous of uh, the people in California because... <laughs> We can see the winter. I mean, I don't want to jinx it. We still have a few more months uh, in the horizon. Um, I've personally not been to San Diego. I've heard great things about it. Uh, could you share with us maybe one thing that is a unique fact or a fun fact about San Diego? And unless someone has been there, they would not know that. Oh, wow. Mm. Nobody really likes it here when you make the stay classy reference. <laughs> The Anchorman reference. If you say the stay classy San Diego and you talk about the whale's vagina, nobody really appreciates that here. Oh, yeah. The the Ron Burgundy. Uh, yeah. I completely forgot that was from San Diego. <laughs> yeah, yes. That is, uh, that's actually another another association I have with San Diego. I know the San Diego Zoo apparently is very famous and it's, uh, I've heard that from someone, I think, I believe I've interviewed someone from San Diego before. Yeah, it's a great, we have the zoo, we have the wild animal park, or actually now it's called like the safari park or something. But yeah, it's, it's amazing. We have the best craft beer in the world. I know there are other cities that would argue with that, but I think we have the best craft beer in the world. Beautiful beaches. It's just a great place to live. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that tidbit. Um, I will, if I visit, when I visit, I shouldn't, I don't like to use the word if, when I visit San Diego, I'll mention, I'll make sure never to mention Ron Burgundy or Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> so getting on with the interview, I'd like to, I know I gave a two minute, actually, sorry, a two sentence you know, description of who you are. I know I have not done justice. Love to start, I would love to hear a little bit more about yourself and uh, how you got started into this uh, business of helping side hustlers. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we were talking a little bit before um, we started recording, but so my first side business, my first official side business, because, and I say official because prior prior to that, I had been earning money on the side for years between like part-time jobs and other like little odds and ends that I would do for just extra money. 
but I officially started a side business um, actually going on three years ago. Uh, I wanted to do something that would be fun, that would be something that would not be kind of a pain in the butt to do on my time off from my full-time job. So I was wrecking my brain for all these different possibilities and having a really, really hard time coming up with something because um, I am a microbiologist, a trained microbiologist. That's what I do full-time. That's what I went to school for. It's what I've done for my entire career. So I just didn't really, I guess I wasn't really thinking that I had many other skill sets that I could turn into a, a profitable side business that I would actually enjoy doing. So it was really difficult for me. It took me almost a year to come up with my idea. And when I finally did, uh, it was actually, it was interesting because it wasn't something, the skill set that I use wasn't actually something I'd ever been paid for. Um, it was actually something that I had developed while volunteering. There are a couple of organizations here in San Diego that I had volunteered for, and both of them worked directly with homeless and at-risk youth in the city. And I just had an interest in helping with, I, I wanted to learn behind the scenes on updating the blog on WordPress. I wanted to kind of dig in and learn a little more about social media. So I took the ball and ran with it, mostly because nobody else wanted those responsibilities. <laughs> so as a volunteer, I was handed all of this good stuff, and I ended up really enjoying just doing a lot of that uh, just online stuff, like social media and then working around with um, WordPress and so forth. So when I decided on my side business idea, I basically like had just gotten into like personal finance and personal development podcasts like in a big way, and I was wondering, like, hey, I wonder if you know, some of these folks could use a little bit of help behind the scenes, managing their social media and maybe just doing other odds and ends for them. I'm really detail oriented. As I mentioned, I'm a scientist by training. So I love um, standard operating procedures. So, um, so Tracy, so you, um, so you, that's interesting. So you're a scientist turned side hustler. Yeah. Yeah. Scientist and uh, still a scientist. And so but the, the side hustle, you know, it just took me forever to kind of pull this idea together. Just couldn't, couldn't kind of imagine what other skills that I would have that anybody would pay me for. So this volunteer skill, you know, that I developed was just like, okay, well, let me see what's out there. So I reached out to these podcasters and got a, a bunch of really great responses back. All I did was send them a short email that said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I'm thinking about providing virtual support services for podcasters. Have you ever hired one uh, VA? Have you ever, you know, like what types of things would you delegate to a VA? And I got some great responses back, um, just tons of stuff, like different tasks and everything that, that they had already delegated to VAs. And so I was able to match that up with my skills and said, okay, well, maybe I could learn a little bit more about this X, Y, and Z and really just take the ball and run with it there too. And two of those podcasters actually became clients of mine. So that is how I kind of got the ball off and like running my first side business. And one of those clients is Scott Barlow, was Scott Barlow of Happened to Your Career. I know you've had him on the show. Yes. Um, yeah. And so I ended up um, just doing a lot more than I had initially kind of thought I was going to be doing on the team. I got more and more opportunity because we would have a weekly touch point call and he would continue to give me more and more like opportunities to take on new, new things and kind of increase my responsibility. And it was really, really awesome. Like the opportunity was actually what led me into coaching because I ended up, you know, working with the people in his community, working behind the scenes to help him um, develop some of the materials for one of the courses that he had. And then I became an assistant coach in one of his programs. So that is really what opened the door for coaching for me. 
Interesting. So you, you are you are like many of us an accidental. I'm a side hustler myself and a lot of people listening to this and even who have followed my journey with my site, careermedis.com, know that I'm a side hustler. Uh, so l- like many of us, you, you, you it's more like an accidental side hustler who stumbled upon it and you found something that, uh, you hit something that you enjoyed, you found there was a niche, then you started growing it. Um, that sounds like the journey you have taken. Yeah, yeah. And then I, the time that I spent with Happen to Your Career was almost like a paid internship or like an apprenticeship. It was really awesome because I got to see behind the scenes how Scott was building his business. I got to learn a lot just through working on the team. And so when I stepped out on my own, I was already prepared for quite a bit. I was already kind of ahead of the curve. That's actually a good point. I know, I know we were going to spend a lot of our time on side hustle, but you, you brought up a great example. If you look at uh, one of my favorite books is uh, Mastery by Robert Greene. And he said that uh, if you look at the people that we consider great or successful, they started off with some type of apprenticeship or they learned. They were eager to learn. They learned from someone else. And eventually they got the skill set that they expanded. So that's something for someone starting out new. Uh, there's a lot of new graduates right there. Uh, that's a, a Tracy, Tracy just shared with us uh, a great life tip or a career tip. Sometimes you can just do some type of an internship and career a career path, uh, 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 like an apprenticeship, and that starts that uh, clears a career path for you. Yeah, and not only do you learn uh, valuable skills, but you also um, end up building some really really important relationships as well. So, and that was true for me, and that's I would never change a thing. You know, because some people say, oh, I'm so afraid to start a side business. What if I start the wrong one? You know, what if it's not the right one for me? What if it doesn't work out the way I I plan? Um, You know, the VA business didn't end up being like the business for me either. But if it hadn't been for that, like I I wouldn't be here. That's so true. It's not always, sometimes you have to try new things. It'll, uh, it may not, that particular path may not always carry on, but it helps you pivot to something else. Like what you're doing right now, or even my own story as well. So Tracy, you mentioned a couple of things about challenges. I want to come to that, but I'm I'm curious to hear your perspective. Uh, why do the people that work with you or uh, you work with? What are some of the reasons they start a side hustle? So for most of them, the most I guess obvious or surface reason is you know the whole extra money um, motivation, just wanting to earn a couple of extra bucks each month. And usually, when you start digging deeper, you know with with these people, you realize that it's about a lot more than that. Um, and you go layer by layer. So what does the, the extra money allow you to do? What does it mean for your life? What does it mean for your, you know, your family and your future? And, you know, usually you get down to a level where, um, you know, there's an element of purpose involved in this. So it's maybe they're not being completely fulfilled in their full-time job, but maybe they've just always wanted to do something else. And so, yeah, it's just, it, I would say the most, you know, surface thing is the extra money, but it's usually about way more than that. Yeah, it's rarely about the money. There's always something behind it, right? Like someone says, I want to make more money, but that could mean that person wants a little bit more flexibility, wants to travel, wants to buy a bigger house for the family. So there's always something behind the money. Yeah, because extra money could come. I mean, you could get extra money from either getting asking for a raise at work, um, trying to get a promotion, moving into a new job, taking on a part-time job, driving for Lyft or Uber. You know, like there are so many ways. So why start a side business? What is that all about? And so 
usually it's because they want that autonomy. They want that control over that other income source, the full control over it. And most of my clients want to build it into something they can take full time and eventually leave their full time career. Makes sense. So I, over the years, over the last few months, I've, I've become a big proponent of a side hustling. Like for example, I have, I have a, a career, a job that I'm really happy. I'm excited uh, for what I do. Uh, and anyone else, I, anyone else I meet, I tell them you need to have some type of side hustler because it helps you build um, skills. And yes, money is always great. If you can make some extra money, that's always amazing. But hey, you are the expert. You've done this many for many clients. I want to hear your perspective. Uh, what are some of the benefits uh, of someone who has a job and they're doing a side hustle? What do you see are some of the things, the pluses and the positive things? Wow, there's so many. And then there, you know, there's the obvious ones, like, you know, you are able to generate an income outside of, you know, your full time job, your paycheck, you know, you prove to yourself that you have the ability to do something that's completely outside of that. So the feeling of just, you know, you you don't entirely rely on your full time job. That's an amazing feeling. Um, You know, I was working full time back in 2008, 2009, when our economy was not doing so well. And I suffered some really scary repercussions that had been basically just had happened because I worked for a really small company and they ended up cutting our uh, hours and our salary back by 20%. And at the time I was having a really rough time with my finances. I was living paycheck to paycheck and it was scary. So that 20% made a huge difference for me. So just knowing that at any time the economy can shift, something can happen, your company can get bought out, stuff happens, you could lose your job in the blink of an eye. It's really up to you to provide you know, for yourself, um, you know, other avenues for income, you know, coming in, it's really, it's really up to you. At the end of the day, you really have to look out for yourself. And there are no guarantees in this world. So just to be able to develop that skill set to understand how to create that income outside of your job and all the skills that go into it. So, you know, most folks, you know, that are in like, you know, a traditional nine to five, we don't have sales skills, we don't understand what it's like to you know, really talk to somebody and have that be like the, the moment where, you know, money can change hands. Most of us like me at my job are so many layers removed from where quote unquote money changes hands. I'm in the lab. I don't deal with customers at all. So that was something I had to learn, like getting on to, you know, calls with potential clients and talking about what I offer and all of these different things. It's a completely different way of approaching, you know, the way I view myself and what I can, you know, what I'm capable of in this world. So to me, maybe that was like the biggest gift um, that the side hustle gave me was just to give me like a new outlook, not only on, you know, me, but like what's possible for me in this world. And, you know, even if this business, for whatever reason, you know, it doesn't work out, I know I can start something else because I've done it. And it's just an awesome, awesome feeling. So that's kind of, I guess, the the deeper, the deepest benefit you can get or on a, on a deep level. But, you know, it also is really kind of cool, this whole... Um, the time management thing, when you have a full-time job, that's almost, it almost gives you like a built-in structure, you know, for working on your side hustle. So I know a lot of folks who may be full-time entrepreneurs or they're managing multiple hustles and they don't have the structure of a full-time job. They can find it really hard to get enough time in or get enough hours in for what they're trying to do because they don't have like, okay, I know I'm going to be at my day job from eight to five. So I have to work on my side hustle from six to eight in the morning or, you know, six to eight at night or something like that. So there are tons of little, uh, 
things that kind of go back and forth. Uh, another thing as well is if you understand, you know, how to work from your strengths and how and what your strengths are and what types of environments you excel and thrive in. So you can create that for yourself in a job. Um, you can be working in a position that allows you to be working from your strengths. And then you're able to create a side business that actually is the same way where you can be working from your strengths. So yeah, I could go. This is kind of my favorite topic. So if you <laughs> we want to talk more about it, we can. Yeah, I, I would love. Yeah, that's that's actually great because I, I would love to talk about that because my goal uh, with this interview is it, there's a lot of people in the on the fence right now. I can tell. Uh, even in my personal life that they should could be doing something, but they don't know how to do. And you're summarizing all the benefits. So before we talk a little bit more, I want to just summarize what you have told me so far. Money, of course, it's obvious, right? Like you mentioned at the beginning, it gives you an extra income because uh, you never know what things might hold. And, and you're talking about 2008. It's just recent. It's good. Like us millennials, we grew up in that time. So we have seen um, we have seen what the world could be if things don't work out. It's not always rosy. So it's a good lesson for all of us. It didn't happen that long ago. It was just eight years ago. Um, and it could happen again. So it's good to be prepared financially. You also talk about the additional skill sets that you built. Uh, let's say you're doing a job that doesn't involve meeting people. All of a sudden on your side hustle, you're dealing with people, sales, selling, marketing. Uh, you also talked about the confidence, which I, which I really loved, I would say is, uh, with your side hustle, with your business, uh, you started off with VA, now you're coaching. You got to the point where if something, as you mentioned, that's, it takes a lot of confidence to say, if this doesn't work out, I can start something else. And I commend you for doing that. And that, that itself is a huge benefit because a lot of people have fear of starting. And you're saying, it doesn't matter if this doesn't, if this doesn't work out, I can do something else. Mm-hmm. That's so right. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to add to that is also that you mentioned this uh, briefly at the beginning. I, I believe you mentioned this to me before we started the interview is one of the things that I love, a couple of things I love about Side Hustle is the network you built. You're expanding who you know, and all of a sudden it opens up different doors. Like you and I having a conversation is because of, uh, if it wasn't for my Side Hustle and your Side Hustle, we would not be talking today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I think you, um, you, we became friends on Facebook. You responded to something I had on my wall and then we connected. <laughs> yeah. I think the way it, way it happened is you had mentioned that you had been in an interview with Scott Barlow and yep. I had Scott on my show. So I said, Hey, you know, if Scott interviews someone, that means, uh, he definitely sees a lot of value in what he had to share. So I said, Hey, Kate, would you want to be a guest? And that there you go. Now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love that. So you, we have, we've talked about a lot of the benefits, right? And I think you said we can go on. Um, and uh, by, by listening to this, people who are on the fence, should it should make them think a little bit different. One of the things stopping a lot of people, no matter anything in life, uh, let's say even starting a side hustle is the fear. Do, do your clients share that with you? Do, do they, uh, like, do you think that stops them? Like, uh, what if this doesn't work out or what others will think? Like, I, I want to I spend some time talking about that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think anybody is immune from the fear. I mean, I'm not immune from, <laughs> you know, at this point. It's it's just for for me and what I've seen with my clients too is like the fear kind of comes and goes. But what is driving them, um, the desire to create something and to bring this business into the world is constant. So the fear kind of you know comes in and goes out 
And I think it helps to have a coach or at least a supportive community or, you know, at least a couple of people that um, understand what you're doing to help kind of talk you through those moments when the fear is getting to you. So, you know, it's, it's definitely something that uh, will impact everyone. But if you, you know, can build a support system for yourself and really have an outlet to talk about it and talk it through, um, you know, yeah, I mean, it, you can make it through. And really what it comes down to is just finding ways to notice that fear, identify it, call it what it is, uh, get to the root of what's causing that, and then find a way to push through it. Because usually when you do that, on the other side of that, you're like, wow, that was, really wasn't so bad. Or, yeah, you know, I, I, you do see a little bit of a light, you know, at the end of the tunnel, like this is working. Like I did, you know, I did land that client or I did make that sale. Like, that's really cool, you know, and then you get that traction that ends up, um, you know, fueling you to continue and to kind of really dig your heels in and just keep going. So, you know, versus, you know, giving up, of course. But I think what makes all the difference is having, you know, your, your cheerleaders, your folks that are on your side to really help you through it. And they don't have to be further down the line. It helps. Um, it helps uh, to have people that are a little bit further down the line from you in business. But, you know, they can also be your peers as well. Because all of this, we're, we're all affected by this. And if we can talk about it, it definitely, um, you know, can increase everybody's chances for success. So what I'm hearing is everybody experiences fear. And there's no magic pill that allows you to overcome that fear. You just have to do it. You just have to bite the bullet and do it. And it's as simple as that. And I, I totally appreciate it. It's not that easy. Uh, dealing with fear is never easy. But once you take that action, once you move forward, you will notice that things are different. It's not that hard. Yeah, yeah. And the fear comes in so many different forms. Um, one fear that I've been kind of helping folks with lately is this fear of sort of like coming out as a business owner on Facebook at, to their friends. Like these are folks that are, you know, in a full time job and their friends and family know them as one person with one, you know, job, one kind of identity. And then you sort of come out like, hey, I'm starting this business. A lot of people are really, especially side hustlers, are really, really going, you know, they go through, and I, I went through this not so long ago myself. It's just kind of like almost a rebirth <laughs> as somebody with a business. And you worry about what your friends and family are going to think. Are you being too salesy? Are you being too forward? Are you talking about it too much? You know, and so there, there's a lot of fear around that. But I think if you can work through that, the benefits are, are tremendous. And so that's really where I spend a, a bunch of my time with the Facebook group, actually, and with the current clients I'm working with, kind of working through this, like really just kind of putting yourself out there in this new light so that people can see you, people can hear your message, people can then resonate. And then, you know, basically it helps you to kind of build your thing. So it's important. And trust me, I've experienced that as well. When I was starting out as what would people think? So for, for a long time, I was in stealth mode because I was under the concern that if what will people say? So I said it, I shared it with very little people. Once I started getting a little bit of success, I started sharing. But uh, yeah, so, you know, it's it, people, it, it, nobody's alone in this. Everybody has the same problem. Um, okay, so we have looked at the challenges and uh, overcoming challenges. We have looked at the benefits. Um, what if someone listening to this says, okay, this sounds interesting. I need to do something. I have time. All the time I'm spending watching Game of Thrones, I want to do something else. <laughs> so, and they, but they do not know where to get started. Um, any, any suggestions on that? Like, wh what do you recommend? Should they do something they like or should they do something like what you did where you found out if there is a niche or a need in the market? Yeah, well, you definitely need to do something you like. 
So if you're really amazing at something and you hate doing it, do not start a side hustle doing that unless you're in dire need for really in dire need for the extra money. I, I do not recommend that. So there's a sweet spot, you know, between the things we like to do, we love to do and the things that people will pay us to do. So, um, you know, as kind of boring as this might sound, you need to do your legwork. You need to do a little bit of research. Um, need to come out of your shell and talk to people who are doing the thing or something really similar to what you want to do and find out what they're doing and find out, you know, what's worked for them and what hasn't worked. You can study them, um, you know, from afar, or you can reach out and directly connect with them. Most people are very open, you know, anybody who has approached me and I've had people approach me about the VA stuff. I'm happy to, you know, shoot a quick email or maybe even hop on a, a quick call if I have time to talk about the VA stuff. So, yeah, I would absolutely say, like, if you're interested, if you have a little inkling of an idea of what you might want to do, just get out there and start talking to people about it. Find out, you know, what the experience is. You might find out that, hey, you know, this particular thing is not going to, I'm just not going to be able to earn enough with this to reach my goals. I may have to look at, it, look at this a slightly different way, or I might have to pick something completely different. But you wouldn't know that unless you actually got out there and just started doing that research. And with the internet, it's it's so easy to do more research nowadays. You can research for companies that are like, if you had an idea that has not been done in your community before, you can just look up and search to see what other people are doing. So that's the beauty of the internet where yep. everything is easy. And also you mentioned about talking to others and finding out their idea. Um, okay. So you, you mentioned it is very important to uh, do some research, which I think is important. And at the same time, also, uh, find something that you enjoy. Uh, I, I, I want to share a quick story on that because when Uber introduced themselves in Toronto, uh, I saw an ad and at that time I had a car and I, I was just curious. I wanted to see what this Uber thing is. So mm -hmm. I signed up as a partner, a driver, and I did it for a couple of weekends. It was fun. Uh, and the whole the Uber has done a great job of setting up how uh, the entire driving network is amazing. Everything is on, on the app. Uh, but after doing it for a couple of weekends, I realized, okay, this is not something I want to do full time. I, I can't enjoy myself doing this, so I stopped doing it. Uh, and uh, I, I've introduced you to a couple of introduced Uber to a couple of friends. Some of them have done it a little bit longer, but that's that's an example. Um, is always uh, do some research, try it out. If it works out, great. If it doesn't work out, no uh, no problem. Do something else, but always do something that you would enjoy. Right. So I mentioned research, but that research, you know, you, you do need to get out of your shell and you do need to talk to other people about it. It really is important. And then, you know, you don't want to sit in this research phase forever. <clears throat> you want to make sure that you actually get out there and start taking some action. So if you think you really have an idea and you, you know, you find out, okay, there is a demand for this out there. People are paying for this or something really similar to what I want to offer. And you know who you want to offer this to start talking to those people then and start understanding more and more about what the problem is from their perspective in their words and then you can start piecing together how your solution how you can craft it how you can shape it to really really serve these people you know in an amazing way and then get out there and test it put up a post on Facebook say hey I'm offering XYZ for XYZ people you know and see what comes back get out there and start working with folks very interesting. So one of the uh, last things I wanted to ask you is um, what about ideas? Like, let's say um, they're researching and uh, where do you see, uh, sorry, not ideas, in terms of opportunities. You, 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 you help a lot of uh, your clients. You also have a Facebook group. 
Where do you see the opportunity is nowadays in terms of side hustle? Uh, if there is a particular, is there a particular market that is growing, particular area that is growing where people should consider? Oh, that's a great question. So I think a great place to start um, is in some of the support services. I think, um, so for instance, I have um, a podcast editor that I'm working with right now to get his business up and running. So he supports podcasters like you. Um, taking the editing off of their hands so they can focus on what they do best, which is interviewing or creating their, their show. Um, that's a great way to get your foot in the door. If you have that skill set, you want to jump in there and start, you know, really learning kind of what it's all about, earn a couple of bucks, and you can see you never know where that might lead to. And so podcasts, I don't think, are going anywhere. <laughs> I think that people are really starting to, it's starting to really gain even more momentum right now. And the same thing with any type of, you know, virtual services. So. I don't necessarily um, recommend that folks do exactly what I did, but I think in a way like you can, because I kind of went in blindly and just said, this is what I think I can do. And I just, I, in a sense, I might've gotten a little bit lucky. Uh, so I would recommend now somebody that, you know, is in the shoes that I was in back then, which, you know, to do a little bit more upfront research on the market and see, you know, what types of podcasters, what types of, um, you know, where, where in the, I guess, development of where's the business at like where what level of business are these podcasters at How, can they support taking on an additional team member you know what there's there's a few different things that you would need to look at i think before you jump in you know all in but at the same time i think that was a great way like getting in there especially if you're not entirely sure what you want to do like i think getting in to support somebody else and using your skills to support them is a great way to see way more than you would otherwise and to open your eyes to some really awesome new opportunities along the way. So support services, specifically podcast, and I'm not saying this because I run my own podcast. I've done some research before starting. It is growing, and you're totally correct. Like Apple themselves rebranded iTunes podcast to Apple Podcasts. So when Apple itself does something, it is putting more focus into podcasts. So podcasting is growing every day. I think new people are starting and uh, trust me, uh, I I, pers I personally uh, love this part of the interview. I love booking the meeting. I mean, doing the interviews is the best part because I get to have conversations with amazing coaches, experts. Uh, the part I hate is editing. And I, I actually have someone helping me with the editing. Uh, and any podcaster like me, I'm sure they have that niche show. Uh, because there are so many podcasts, there are opportunities for a lot of podcast editors as well. So... That's, that's actually great. Um, so find where the market is. What I'm hearing from this, find where the demand is, find the market the market is. Do, do some testing, do some research, reach out to people and see where it might take you. Absolutely. Okay. More. Okay, awesome. So we've covered a lot of ground here. We talked about fear. We talked about the challenges. We talked about areas, benefits. We, uh, how, if someone wanted to find you, what is the best way to find you or how, how could they reach you? So you can go to my website. It's tracyminutolo.com, and I'll, I'll spell that out. It's T-R-A-C-E-Y-M-I-N-U-T-O-L-O.com. Um, or you can find me over in the Side Hustlers Haven group on Facebook, and that is I'm in there all the time. Uh, we have some really cool stuff going on right now. Um, we're actually focusing on success habits this month in the Side Hustlers Haven. So we're going to be talking to a bunch of experts in different areas from nutrition to fitness to waking up early. 
all the way down to like inbox zero. We're going to be having experts come in and we're going to do some live workshops in the Side Hustlers Haven this month. Um, so every month we have a different theme and we'll have workshops around that theme. So yeah, if you want to find that, you can just go to SideHustlersHaven.com or you can look up Side Hustlers Haven on Facebook. Awesome. And what I will do is when I do the show notes, I'll make sure that I'll add, uh, add your website, the Facebook group, so they can easily, uh, the link to the Facebook group, so they can easily find you, find you as well. Perfect. So Tracy, we are coming to the end of the interview. And as we wrap up, I wanted to ask you any last words, anything that we haven't covered that you would like to share with the audience? I would say if you, you're on the edge, you're thinking that you want to start a side business, not really sure where to get started. I would say like, look around, see what other friends have side businesses going because there's chances are you know somebody right in your close network who is doing something on the side. Talk to them, see what they're doing, get some ideas, uh, bounce some ideas off of uh, them, other people, um, start getting connected into, you know, some groups on Facebook or just places where you can connect with people that are doing this, even if it's not exactly the type of business you want to start, but you need to be surrounded by folks that understand what you want to do. Um, and then honestly, like you'll be surprised at what that just, just by doing that one thing where that can lead you. That's an amazing call to action and, and a great wrap up to our interview. Once again, Tracy, thank you very much for joining us. You shared a lot of great insights. Thank you, Nassar. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And folks, thanks for listening to this episode of the Career Matters Podcast. As I mentioned during our interview, I will uh, write a brief summary and you can see that in the links of the, this particular blog post that is accompanying this episode. And there will be links to Tracy's website and also uh, the group she mentioned during the interview. If you enjoyed this episode and also learned something new, feel free, feel free to post a comment or a review. As you know, we love reviews here. And if you really loved it, definitely go ahead and share this episode among your network. Until next time, this is Nisar Ahmad, your host for the Career Medis Podcast. Thank you.